Welcome to the Prancing Horse Podcast. I'm glad you can join us to learn about the history, news, and culture of the world-famous Ferrari. I'm your host, AJ, and I'm so excited to continue our Prancing Horse Podcast with this first news episode. My goal is to share the Prancing Horse culture with not only current, but also future generations to come. This series is going to keep you posted on all that's new in the Ferrari world, from cars to racing and events. Anyone can Google Ferrari, but I wanted to be able to provide you with an insider's perspective. I have been working in the service department of a Ferrari dealership for the last 10 years. I started my career with them as a car washer, then apprentice technician, technician, master technician, to shop foreman, and now the service manager. I have done over 110 different Ferrari training courses. I have also completed multiple master technician competitions, ranking second in the country and going on to compete internationally in 2019 against 10 of the baddest dudes I have ever met. Shout out to Nick Martinson for inspiring me to chase that goal and start this podcast. Also, to everyone I work with who pushed me to be the best I could be. I also did some challenge racing, learning a lot about the inside scoop of a race team and how they work. Shout out to Mark Glenwood for taking me under his wing on that front. I love Ferrari and what they create, so buckle up and let's talk the State of the Union. State of the Union. I thought it was important to set a baseline for where we are with Ferrari today. Otherwise, how do you define news? So this episode zero will be doing just that. Let's talk about what cars are currently in production today, as well as where we are currently in the racing calendar. We'll start off with road cars that are in production right now. The current models are SF90 Stradale, or Coupe, and SF90 Spider, or Convertible. These are the 1,000 horsepower all-wheel drive mid-engine V8 plug-in hybrids. This is the first plug-in hybrid that Ferrari has ever offered in a normal production car, and if I can say so myself, possibly even one of the most beautiful. We also have the 812 GTS, the 800 horsepower front mid-engine V12 convertible. Originally based off the 812 Superfast, which is no longer in production, this would be at the top of our Grand Tourer side of the range. The Ferrari Roma and the Roma Spider, which are coupes and convertibles respectively. This is the front engine turbo V8 which defines luxury in its class. The Roma Spider being the first time we have offered a soft top convertible in a very long time. The Portofino M is an engaging Grand Tour. Using its already well-known V8, this front engine four-seater convertible hardtop is really hard to beat. And honestly, who needs Porsche anyways? Next up, we have the 296 GTB, Berlinetta or Coupe for us Americans, and the 296 GTS or Spider slash convertible. This is an 830 horsepower V6. That's right, V6. Plug-in hybrid mid-engine sports car defined not by its size, but by its blistering performance. Our executive producer Jordan was one of the first to ride in one. She gave it two scary fast thumbs up. Last but not least, the most controversial yet unique is the Pro Sangue. This is the first production four-seater and four-door car in the range. A four-wheel drive, four-door, four-seater with an exciting Ferrari-famous V12. It isn't what the world needed, but rather what the world wanted, and possibly even what the world deserved. Now, I know what you're thinking. I missed a few. Rather, though, let's think of these as special cars or even a special series. We have the 812 Competizione and the 812 Competizione A Oroperta. This is the racetrack-inspired version of the 812 Superfast and the 812 GTS. Increased to 830 horsepower, less weight, more aerodynamic efficiency, always adds up to more fun. 
Add in the 6.5 liter V12 that revs to 9500 RPM. Well, that's called a symphony on wheels. The SF90XX is also available in coupe or convertible versions. This is the first road car ever done in collaboration with the exclusive XX program. Usually reserved for Ferrari's top clientele for super limited track only cars used for future road car and F1 car development. This car is arguably the most radical street car ever to come out of Marinello. We can't forget the Icona series. Currently being produced is the SP3 Daytona. Being the only car on the list I haven't seen in person, it's possibly the car I'm most excited about. Based on what appears to be a modified LaFerrari tub, stay tuned on our history episode to learn more about that car, using an 830 horsepower V12, this mid-engine car pays homage to the sports prototype racers of the 1960s and looks amazing while doing it. In motorsports, we have Formula One, the drive to survive. The day this comes out, the Mexico Grand Prix should be underway. Last weekend was at Circuit of the Americas here in Austin, Texas. The FIA, or the governing body of F1, did an inspection and found that the bumpy track rubbed a hole in the floor, or the very bottom under panel, of the 16 of Charles Leclerc. Although he was standing on the podium, his position was later disqualified along with Lewis Hamilton, leaving Carlos Sainz of the 55 car, holding the P3 trophy and all of those points. The most interesting thing in racing has to be the 499P. Ferrari's first endurance racer for over 20 years. Competing in the WEC series, or the World Endurance Championship, the 499P replaced the 333SP, which also happens to be my personal favorite racing car of all time. Both of which are some of the prettiest cars ever made. On the 499P's first outing at Le Mans, the number 51 car won first place after 50 years, reminding the world that Ferrari made a name endurance racing, and they can still do it. We are in our final weekend of the year for the Ferrari Challenge Series. Known as the Finale Mondiale, the entire Corsa Clienti lineup will be there. Ferrari Challenge, XX Program, F1 Clienti, and Ativia Sportive GT. This takes place every year as the final race, and this year will be held at Mugello. At the end of the Finale Mondiale, all the championship points will be tallied up, and the North American, European, and Asian winners for the Ferrari Challenge Series Championship will be crowned. Thank you so much for listening to our news episode zero. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any of our new content. You can also interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and prancinghorsepodcast.com. And as always, Forza Ferrari.